to another week of Pardon the Paranormal. We're heading to one of my favorite places in the country. Jason, let me tell you, uh, welcome to the show first off and foremost. I love Louisville. Uh, I do. They don't get a lot of snow. Once in a while they get some ice, but it's just, it was so nice being down in Louisville. Again, for wrestling, but uh, yeah, I love that place. I'll, except going by Waverly Hills, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. A little fucking eerie. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Good. Did you make any trips anywhere to get pizza? No. No, but I can't wait till we're done recording because I'm going to go eat. <laughs> I can't. You've been hungry for four straight weeks now. Yes. I'm always hungry. Okay. That's why I was morbidly obese for the first fucking 23 years of my life. Okay. Oh, Waverly Hills, episode 15 of Pardon the Paranormal. Let's dive into this because, listen, when I went down, and I'm going to run first before you fucking sprint because I know you have a list. I went down Louisville to meet up with my friend Chad Miller and owner of OVW, Al Snow. And we just kind of like did a tour of Louisville and around Jefferson County and just areas and just seeing places along with alcohol. Well, we went by this place and I'm like, what is that? And they told me, I'm like, oh, it's just creepy. I'm telling you, it's just a creepy ass place to, to be around. And then they told me some of the story of it. And then I learned more, you know, over the last couple of weeks doing the, the, the history of it and everything. Fuck this place. This place is messed up. So go ahead. The most, like, the, the worst part will, is going to be the nurse that we talked about. Yeah. Like, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about the history of the place and what it was built for and, uh, like, the ways that it was made to help these patients. So the Waverly Hills was a tuberculosis sanatorium. TB was also known as the White Death, which I thought was... A neat nickname. Uh, that should have been your it, ring name. Sorry. No, because I don't want people, like, actually, you know, usually I don't think before stuff comes out of my mouth, but I actually gave that some good thought, and I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. So, uh, the uh, Waverly Hills was built on July 26, 1910, and the building was only two stories and could hold up to 40 patients at the time. And at one point, there was 140 patients in there, so it oversees its grasp. And they put 100 more patients in there than you could fit, and it was just overcrowded, and you know how those things always go. 
And the building that stands today was built in 1924. It had a bat winged uh, like kind of shape to it so that the building was built uh, to the southwest for the breeze because when you had tuberculosis, fresh air was a good remedy for it. So and, they uh, thought, put it that way, because yeah. not a doctor now has said, hey, that, that definitely would clear tuberculosis. You know what? If you take any medical advice from me and you listen to this show, that's, <laughs> You're right. that, that's, that's called natural selection taking its, taking its you know, Touché. way. With, it really okay? is. So if you want to if you want to take advice on wrestling from me, absolutely. If you want my opinion on ghosts, absolutely. But if you want my opinion on your health and well-being, don't listen to this podcast. Actually, listen to the podcast, but don't take anything I say seriously. Right. So uh, it was there was open space building that had screens on it to help with the fresh air that supposedly not supposedly help people recover from. I almost said COVID. Tuberculosis. That too. So, the building was built in the in a swampland area, which did absolutely nothing to help people with the disease. Because I guess, like the uh, the muckiness, if that's even a word, it is. Or like the help. So tuberculosis is a bacterial infection that targets your immune system. The disease took uh, took out whole towns at a time. And that you can take my word on about it being a bacterial infection because I looked it up. I WebMD'd this shit. So Waverly Hills was considered the most advanced tuberculosis sanatorium, but had one of the highest rated deaths in America. That makes no, it's like, it's the best in the country, but the most people die here. I get, so wait, 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 I'm just going to be the shit stirrer this whole time. Because you build it on a swamp that is filled with bacteria, and you're opening the windows up all the time for people to breathe this swampy murkiness in. Yeah. Go ahead. It reminds me of Shrek, get out my swamp. (laughs) Because there was this one girl I worked with. uh, She would quote, uh, she would quote uh, Shrek, and she also had the Lord Farquaad haircut. So I just yell at her to get out my swamp all the time. Oh, God. All right. I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. I Poor lady. So. <laughs> so uh, I hope she listens. Very, she doesn't. Trust me. The very ill were separated from the moderate case and caused these. So when you showed up, they would split you from, are you really fucked up or you're not fucked up enough? And they would separate you and put you in different parts of the buildings, depending on that. So according to records from 1911 to 1961, 6,000 or so people died at Waverly Hills. And some amenities of Waverly Hills were a post office, a dentist office, a barber shop, and a library. Those were some of the extra things that you got on top of the tuberculosis. So there was also a death tunnel that was 485 feet long with a pulley system. They took dead bodies down this way so morale wouldn't sink. It's said that death rate was one per hour. That's crazy. I, like, unbelievable. I mean, I, I understand. It probably is in the world today. Yes, I understand that. But this is at a, a hospital that has 100 beds, one per hour. As soon as yeah. they get them in, they're shipping a couple out. Yep. Yeah. The way they would try to cure the patient, uh, 
they would open so this was one of the procedures that they did to try to help whenever it was necessary um they would open the chest cavity and remove some of the ribs they would deflate the lungs giving tissue time to heal so obviously you know the most advanced hospital for tuberculosis and uh, even then you know the that surgery didn't always go out 100 percent perfect all the time so people died during that procedure and uh some reports of activities and there's a laundry list i'm sure you can find of all the activities uh, the paranormal activity that happens at waverly hills slamming doors unexplained lights no power to the building footsteps the smell of bread in cafeteria a hearse appears around back at the end of the death tunnel apparitions there is an apparition of a third floor little girl in the hallway there's a little boy that plays with a leather ball a lady with a slit in her wrist crying for help and a man in a white coat in the kitchen so those are some of the apparitions that they see and some of the activity that uh, happens at waverly hills and the nurse don't forget about the nurse the nurses oh we're gonna we're gonna get to the nurse real quick okay all right well, you just didn't mention her because the nurses hello yeah that's actually next okay you you, you know what mark usually at the beginning of the show i'm ready to jump into the episode and you're like you you better you, you, you gotta you gotta walk before you sprint and now I'm trying to get all of the details in, and now you're like, well, don't forget about this. Don't forget about that. I'm trying to tell a story here. Okay. And I, then, I apologize, sir. I apologize. I'm just fucking around with you. I'm, I'm expecting you to give it to me back. I, well, I'm excited <laughs> for the nurse. Like, uh, listen, the nurse is the meat and potatoes of this story. It's the next bash mark on my notes. <laughs> well, you didn't say it. I would have started. I would have been like, there's a nurse that's fucking creepy as shit. The guy with a white coat. Timmy that likes to play ball. The little girl. Blah, 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 blah. And then we're out back around in there. You didn't mention the nurse. So I'm like, he no, fucking like, forgot gets, about the nurse. She gets her own. She gets her own bullet point. Oh, uh, okay. So, so according to legend, a nurse hung herself in room 502. She was reportedly pregnant, but not married at the time. She would have done great at the Birdcage Theater. So, we're um, back around two weeks ago, folks. By the way, exactly. I'm just on my game today. So it's said that she had that it looked like she had an abortion gone wrong, and that they found the fetus in a fifth floor well system. Yeah. So that is the story of the nurse. Um, she, she was bumping uglies, got pregnant, uh, and wasn't married to the guy and then, uh, didn't want the shame that came with it and decided to take her own life. Depression is set in. Like she was just a mess from, it's also, yeah. it's also rumored that she hatched, that she developed tuberculosis too. Right. So, uh, so that could be another thing on top of it all. That's the cherry on top of the cake. It, Do you put cherries on cake? You no. can put a cherry on a cake if you want. It's your cake. I mean, you could, but you could also put, you know, barbecue sauce on a, on a, I don't know, what's the thing, you, on ice cream. You can do whatever. Right. No, sense. you usually put, the, the saying is it's a cherry on top of the sundae. Yeah. But. Dude, I want milkshakes right now. That sounds pretty good. The the faster we get through this, the faster I get to eat. So I'm going to take my time then. I need to slow you down. We have been under half an hour for three straight weeks. Sorry. It's not that. 
look, I can't read a book. I'm dumb. I can't read a book that fast. Okay. <laughs> So what's the what's the easy solution to all this? Watch an episode of Ghost Adventures and then do some research in my books. So I do have I did buy a book about a haunting in wherever it is, I don't know. But it's a big book and it takes me time. So maybe I'll work on that because we're ahead of schedule. Maybe I'll work on that and we come back sometime in March. March? We're we're in January. February. Yeah. Sometime around that. I'll sure. come back with I'll read that. So another nurse worked in room 502, jumped to her death in 1932. And then we get into the creepy things. And that's not even talking about the spirit that is called the creeper. So some tour guides uh, saw their doppelganger. And that's just, you know, you see yourself. That's strange, too. Yeah. Yeah. And according to German lore, uh, if you run into your doppelganger, you will die soon. So the one guy on the Ghost Avengers episode, I guess he was upstairs, and then the tour that he was giving saw him downstairs. And they were like, hey, we were calling for you, but you didn't respond. And he's like, I was upstairs the whole time. So if he would have ran into that guy, legend has it, he would have been pushing up Daisy six feet under. So, uh, I don't like that legend. Is that for real? That's what, that's what the lore says. Oh, yeah. I'm worried about that. There, there's trillions. uh, How many, how many people are in this world right now? And how many opportunities you have to meet people in this world? Like you can be anywhere in a day anymore. This isn't like in 1922 where it was horse and buggy and you, to go to San Francisco to Pennsylvania took you a year. I can be there faster than, you know, a flea farts anymore. That scares me that, like, if I meet somebody that is my doppelganger, I'm going to die. I want to go places. I don't want to meet myself, though. Shit, not now. Trust I hate, me, I hate this more. If you had to look at yourself, you'd want to die too, Mark. Go fuck yourself, Jason. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree. My, I, that's why I'm on a podcast or I'm on radio. My mother told me I had a face for radio. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so before, uh, usually before activity starts, you can hear whistles and stuff like that. And that's what they reported. So then there was also a spirit called the creeper. And the creeper is seen crawling on the floors and the ceiling on the fourth floor. And uh, the hospital was closed in 1961, and it was then turned into Woodhaven Geriatric Sanatorium, where you're going to be heading soon. So they were known to mistreat patients, and the building was going to be turned into apartments, but financially fell through. Can you imagine living like you're paying 800 900 a month and having to deal with Joe Schmo upstairs banging on the drums too much, living in Waverly Hills? Listen, my big thing was, and we talked about this when we talked about the Linda Vista Hospital, like, I don't understand with all this paranormal activity how they're like, yeah, we're going to make this an old folks home. Mm -hmm. If there's going to be anybody canceled, it'll be me because I'm going to say this because it's stuck in my mind. Listen, sometimes, you know, you get sicknesses when you're older and dementia sets in and you see people, you just have... Fuck, I have it now. You can ask my wife. I see people, and I'm, they're not there. I'm crazy. 
and you have this going on with old people, they don't understand. So a ghost or a spirit or whatever could be just running amok in this um, nurse, nursery home. And, and I'm like, wh- why do you turn hospitals into that that have that much shit? So at least they got away from that. And then they want to make it an apartment complex for... Listen, sometimes apartment complexes aren't the best places. So you're going to have your whacked out druggie and a family trying to make it all going, you know, into the same place. And here comes, you know, the creeper that walks on all four, scaring everybody. The druggie's going to think it's, hey, it's that, that's my buddy, the next door neighbor, Tim. In yeah, the family. He's probably a druggie and trying to, like, he's probably zoinked out of his mind. I got really drunk one time and I was like 16 years old and I tried climbing up the walls. Like Not that we're saying get drunk at 16 years old, folks, by the way. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a deviant. But, uh, I was like 16 and my buddy, uh, we're not my buddy because buddy would do this to you. Uh, Bobo got me to drink almost like a whole, uh, a whole thing of fireball. And I was at my sister's house and, uh, I was projectile vomit. I was projectile vomiting all over the place and uh, trying to climb up the walls. So my parents were called to come pick me up. Try explaining that one to your dad. Yeah. Do you like like Fireball now? No. If you're over the age of 20, like four years old or 22 years old and you enjoy Fireball, you're a lunatic because you usually have a bad story dealing with Fireball. Right. Mine was tequila. Just throwing that out there. Same. It's not on the same story, but yeah. There's Uh, no carbs in tequila, which is a good thing. There's no what? Carbs. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, you still die from it. But yeah, my my 25th birthday party, I was with, uh, did I tell this story yet? You're gonna now. So it was chest flexor, uh, the bowler, Brian McDowell. Me, Katie Arquette, and a few other people. And we went to the PBR bar in Greensburg because I'm a big fan of like cowboys and country music and bull riding and girls with applet and assless chaps. So, um, and those were just we're, all on chest flexor. Go ahead. So, um, we get they get the VIP booth for me, and you have to buy a minimum of a couple hundred dollars in liquor and beer and stuff. I drank so much that night. I woke up in my car, puke outside my door, puke inside my door, puke on my shoes, everywhere. Okay? And then I came home and puked about five more times. And not, it was just straight tequila. Like, there's no texture to it whatsoever. That So, tequila, like, anytime I have orange juice now, because it was tequila oh, you and did, orange. Yeah, you did say the orange juice thing. I didn't know that that was the same night. Okay. Yeah, well, that was enough. Tequila, I had my stomach pump before I went to a NASCAR race, passed out on the bus, went to the Poconos, slept through the NASCAR race till about 10 laps left, uh, woke back up, started drinking, passed back out on the bus, and yeah. Don't drink tequila, kids. It's not good for you. Well, do it responsibly. Or do, yeah, <laughs> don't be us. And roughly so, that was about my same age area, too, about 22, 23 years old, so. Yeah. 
All right, let's go back to uh, Waverly Hills. Yeah, so ghost, we're at the Ghost Adventures investigation stage of this podcast. Uh, so some of the evidence that Zach, Nick, and Aaron got was the REM pod went off on the fifth floor, followed by unexplained noises. And also on the fifth floor, they got the EVP Remember Me, as well as that would be evil in a child's voice. So I think on the fifth floor, there was like a daycare center or something like that where all the kids played. That's where Timmy is most of the time. They've called the young kid that plays with the ball all the time, Timmy. Okay. So when Aaron says, uh, we got a patient that needs help, they got, I forgot to make him smile on EVP, which is just creepy. Right. Uh, Then Zach gets keep on dragging from the Keep on dragging from the bad drugs we took uh, on his EVP recorder after feeling someone touch him on his ankle. So that's like that's that's a long sentence, and it has something to do with you know the sickness that they were involved in. So that's an intelligent spirit talking back. Uh, while Zach was on the slab in the morgue, like he was laying in the morgue, which I would 100% do. That's awesome. I was just um, going to ask, would you do that? I might actually do that one. As long as there's not like a door on it, what can hurt? Right. You just you just take a neck bump and try to run out of there after something touches you and your no-no zone. So while Zach was on the slab in the morgue alone, he got going to get Zach on EVP. He then got, you're not going to make it, Aaron said it smelled like chili, which I don't eat chili, so I don't know what that smells like. Wait, what? Uh, I don't eat chili. What am I, 60? Uh, what? Before One, what's wrong with being 60? Hello, our demograph. <laughs> no. Um... Oh, crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with chili? I don't know. I, 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 I'm just not a fan. All right. I love it, especially like around... This time, you know, cold, wintry ass shit. Yeah. That's pretty good. If we talk about food for one more week. <laughs> well, the bonus is we won't be talking for a couple weeks. So it, hopefully. <laughs> so so have you seen that TikTok guy? Uh, I forget his name. He reviewed some pizza place in Las Vegas. No. So I forget his name, but uh, that's what this episode, that's what this podcast is going to do, uh, like dwell into. Is just like food Us talking about food in haunted food areas. Yeah, yeah, deal. We uh, have to eat something at every place that we go. So the downfall is, listen, we're we're still not we're not telling you yet where we're going in April, but it, it's going to happen. We have to make sure all our ducks in a row are crossed, but uh. Is there someplace cool to eat down there? And don't give it away. But you, you you have a place that we need to eat and talk about spooky stuff down there, right? I can figure it out. Okay. We're giving it away too much. But all right, go ahead. Go back to, let's go back to uh, Waverly Hills. Before Nick uh, pulls Zach out of the uh, morgue slab, Zach gets the EVP, I'll keep him, which is creepy. It's like, no, I'm keeping him. Uh, Zach was obviously that ghost type. So, on the fourth floor, it's said that the darker spirit resides. Zach got uh, 2010 when asking what year it is, so they're making conversation with an intelligent spirit. And Zach also got nurse, come here, make my bed, 
dot, 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 nurse. So, like, the thing that took me about Waverly Hills was these uh, EVPs are top-notch, like 10 out of 10, almost every one that they got. And yeah, it was cr- they're smart as hell. Yeah. And he got, he can't stop you as well on EVP. In the surgical suite, they got good luck tonight, like telling them good luck with their investigation. Uh, while Aaron is alone, he got a moan on EVP. Aaron also got so what after saying two drops of pee came out of him after this. So he heard the moan with his ears. And then Aaron's like, two drops of pee came out of me after that one. And then the ghost says, so what? So Aaron's the best. I, I love Aaron. And he used to work for WWE. So that's, that's, that's another play. Yeah. Another so bonus. Zach and Nick get, you got messed up heartbeats on EVP. Uh, and on the third floor, they got a black figure coming out of a room and uh, towards the wall. And then they kind of see a second figure right before that dart out in front of it. Yeah. And that is the episode of Ghost Adventures and all of their uh, evidence. Creepy ass place. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> again, like the, you know, there's a movie out called The Death Tunnel as well. Right, I have not watched it, but in doing research, and it's in my notes that I, I really want to watch it. It's about the sixty-three thousand people that have been through this death tunnel in a, you know, a college type of kids that went and died in this in this death tunnel, and yeah, it, it's crazy. They say some of it is, you know, the nurse. It's a Hollywood movie, folks. But, you know, the nurse kind of pops up into it and, like, all this. Yeah. So, Death Tunnel. Have you heard of it? I'm looking it up on IMDb right now, and I got it 2.6 out of 10. So, well, I, Yeah, but some of those horrible rated movies are the best ones. Yeah, right. You're right. So, uh, I, listen, we talk about wrestling in the paranormal. Some people hate us. Some people love us. I hate me. What are you talking about? The line starts behind me, bud. I don't know how many ratings we're getting, but we're getting listeners. So that's a plus. Thanks, guys, for continuing to listen. That's awesome. Listen, we're international now. Italy, the UK, Australia, Germany. We We got a gathering now. This is awesome. I just want some Italian pizza. Holy Christ, kid. Listen, eat. Go eat and be merry. What else do you have? Because I I hate holding you up. No, because you said Italy, and of course pizza comes from Italy, so I just thought about pizza, okay? I I know. You you are a starving Marvin right now. I I held you way too long today. I got up and did some fasted cardio at the gym and then did a back workout today. And then I came home and had three slices of bacon, which isn't completely fulfilling because I needed some protein. And I had some of that smart corn, uh, that smart food popcorn, the white cheddar ones. Fantastic. And now you're just going to go ruin your whole day by getting like a Big Mac or whole pizza. No. I'm not. I'm just going to go eat healthy food, but a lot of healthy food. Chicken salad. When you when you cheat when you when you have a cheat day, the smart thing is to and all like Doc. 
I'm kind of like I've had some good influences in my life with health and wellness, so I think that I'm a decent. I can you know reiterate what they said. Someone told me when you're cheating on your diet, if you want a cheat day, don't eat. Just eat a bigger proportion of what you usually eat instead of eating like a pizza, and that'll fill you up, and you'll be fine. That makes complete sense. Yeah. So like I love. one of the carbs I get in is I get like a garlic shrimp stir fry from Walmart in one of those like bird's eye bags. Those are delicious. Yeah. And I eat like a little bit of it. But if I'm extra hungry on a Sunday and I want to cheat, instead of going out and eating a Big Mac and pizza, just eat a fuck ton of the garlic shrimp stir fry. Eat a whole bag of it. Yeah. And then you, you're still, you're eating a lot and you're still having those carbs, but it's not detrimental. It's not like you're going to have to work it because your body's used to eating that as it is, just not that much. One of my best snacks, I, I am a very healthy snacker. Like there is chips and stuff in the house, but I'd rather eat fruits or vegetables. And I try to eat like a portion of vegetables at night when I, and I'm not on a diet whatsoever, but when I get hungry, I will eat a whole veggie tray by myself. One of those like 16 inch round veggie trays. I mean, it's it's probably not great for me, but it's not eating a 16 inch pizza. Well, here's the difference between you and me. You don't have, if I could be you and not have to be on a diet, I would be happier than a pig in shit, but I got to look good in spandex. So I don't get that luxury. (laughs) You really need to look good in spandex. Listen, from when we met to now, go back and listen to the Can Crushers interview that I have with Jason. Man, you have really changed your body. You've done so much for yourself. So, yeah, you can gloat, you can talk shit, and you can do all that because you are amazing now. Thank you. Yeah, for those listening at home, I was a fat fuck. And uh, I was... I was at my heaviest, I was 360 pounds and I'm also a professional wrestler. So I have to look like an athlete and that does not look like an athlete. So I, so, uh, I got motivated to lose weight because women will do that to you. And, uh, I lost like 120 some pounds. So how I did, it was not healthy. It wasn't like meth, but it was keto. <laughs> I did, I did keto. This is the best diet. And I didn't do drugs. I just didn't. I almost said I didn't do drugs. I just did math. But I didn't do drugs. I did keto. And uh, I lost like 120 pounds, like eight months or something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, But I wouldn't. Rec- I would do it healthily. Because you're still supposed to eat a specific amount of carbs, like healthy carbs. But I didn't do that. I ate bacon cheeseburgers, which is zero carbs because it took the bread off, and steaks. And that sounds fantastic, but eat shrimp, steaks, and bacon cheeseburgers with no buns for seven months straight. And then all of a sudden, you don't love those things anymore. So, do it at your own risk. Says Dr. Phil, Jason Tyler. All right, do you have something in the hopper that we're coming with next week? Or is it going to be suspenseful? I'm going to say this. If Dr. Phil ever did an episode with me he would quit being a doctor because i'm a basket case i would he'd, he'd need a he'd need a therapist after talking to me but uh no next week we're gonna cover uh some of the things i got uh, 
the Velisca Axe Murder House, which was the site of Dan Hooven's first investigation. So we're gonna go back like a month. We we wanted to sit and let that simmer. So you're like, are you? When are these guys gonna talk about Hooven's first place? When are when are we gonna hear about this? When are we gonna? So yeah, that's gonna simmer. So that's cool that we're gonna wrap that back around. And then we got uh, Dorothea Puente's uh, house. It's a Ghost Adventures episode. It's really really cool. This old lady's a lunatic, and you'll learn more about that when we talk about it. Do you believe uh, we're in March already? Like unbelievable. No, I just I just want it to be summer already. I'm oh, working yeah. on that. I'm working on that beach pod, even though I'm probably not going to go to the beach. In that spray tan, yeah. I don't spray. I don't spray tan. I actually put on tanner and go to the gym and sit in a tanning bed every other day, which is probably why I'm going to end up, you know, dead with but, with, with the skin leather cancer. I yeah, just, I just burn outside. So, yeah. All right, folks. We had another great episode. I extended this to a little bit longer than Jason thought we would, so we hit 33. Woo-woo! Hey, the banter back and forth is the fun part. That's the fun part for me, because then all these listeners get to see how much of a lunatic I am and how much I crave. It's the simple things in life, like CeCe's Pizza. and uh, The spotlight. You know, Stuff like that. I if if CC's does not sponsor us, I'm gonna email them. I'm gonna be like, hey, we talked about you guys for like a month straight on our podcast. Can you please like either build? I don't know if you know there's a sponsorship deal where they can just build a CC's around me, or if they can just send me a free T-shirt, even though we don't do like video, <laughs> like Skype. We but, start taking pit when when we go to our adventure place coming up here in, in the next couple months. You have to wear that and get a picture there. Fuck! I'll, I'll I'll stitch the CC's logo on my on my tights for wrestling. Like I don't care. You'll get a I, CC tattoo. No, I'm not going to go that far. My one manager that I uh, when I used to work at Walmart, he got a spark tattoo like the Walmart logo, and then he got fired, and it was hilarious because now he has a spark tattoo, and he hates Walmart. <laughs> yeah. See, I no, I only get cool tattoos like uh, one of our favorite Ray Lynn. You know the Macho Man or DX or stuff like that. Yeah, Ray Lynn loves haunted, spooky places too. I know she does. So that's somebody we need to work on. I mean, you got a fucking tattoo of her. I think you're a little closer to her than I am. <laughs> I think so too. We'll work on it. She can come with us. Uh, uh, hey, me, you, Ray Cray, and Ziggy go to this first place. And spend an hour or so that we're thinking about. Yeah. Ask her. See what she said. Get back to me. Well, yeah. All right. Off-air stuff we're talking about. Hey, part of the paranormal. We love you. See you next week. Mm -hmm.